0: Hello, and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right. Every Thursday, we head into the lounge, and we take your emails. And, and here's the thing. In the Luxury Lounge, any complaint is allowed. Nobody can look at you and say, oh, but what about, isn't there bigger? No, in the lounge, you get to air it all out and let people know your grievances with the, in the, with the world. And I'm here with you. I'm going to sing it with you. I got a guest here with me. We're going to sing it with you. Ooh, those complaints, they feel good to get out of your system. This is meditative. This is about mental health. You're welcome. And all you got to do is share, 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 support the sponsors. Share and support the sponsors. Tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. And this is Thursday's episode. And if you want your luxury complaint heard, send it in to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com title it luxury lounge and we'll get into it we'll we'll hash it out shelby i got you here in the lounge with me playing the piano it's great to have you good to see you got a glass of wine you're, you're chilled uh looks like a, a pinot Grage that's close close enough in the lounge a, it doesn't matter
1: it's an evening What's, recording
0: we're doing an evening recording mm-hmm. for the listeners at home. We're 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 doing a nighttime. It's the the lights are dim. It's sexy. That's really what it is. We're gonna really let it fly tonight with some luxury complaints. And again, J Train Podcast at Juma it. Title it Luxury Lounge. I got some live shows coming up. Uh, Tacoma, Tacoma, Tacoma. I'm here this weekend. Tacoma, Washington. Also coming to Red Bank, New Jersey. And I got you know. Bridgeport, Connecticut, Atlantic City, um, all over the map. I, I, I'm all over the place. So And Richmond, Virginia. we got all these dates. And then in the fall, it really turns up. So JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com. Get the group chat together. We're back, baby. But Tacoma, Washington, need you, need you. That was a late, late, last-second booking. So, Shelby, let me get into my complaint, and then we'll bring on our guests. Does that sound okay? Let's do it. So I went to a very fancy restaurant on the Sunday of Memorial Day weekend. And now that, that was the you, if you go to a fancy restaurant it it becomes the night. That is the that is the event. That is what everything is leading towards. The drinks are planned for the dinner. The eating of the day is planned for the dinner. The whole night is about that dinner is as much a, a, a carnival ride as it is a dinner. It's not just eating at that point. It's an experience. So I was able to secure a reservation for Carbone in Miami. Now, if anyone knows, Carbone is a New York City, Italian restaurant, institution-type place. It's on Thompson Street. They have now opened a location in Miami and that I was told... Is a eating experience different than just the New York experience? you know, like, you know, you don't, I don't really want to go to a New York restaurant somewhere else. Do you know what I mean, Shelby?
1: Yeah, it's not like,, uh, okay, we get your your steak and your this and that. Like I could I, I, that's where I came from
0: exactly. And I and if I'm going to Miami, I want Miami fare. but there's been such a hullabaloo. About the Miami Carbone That And how fun it is And how nice And how beautiful it is And what a great experience it is So I was able to get this reservation For my brother His girlfriend Her friend And myself And we all were gonna go I went down to Miami Flew down The whole day is about this dinner We're 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 we're, You know Doing little tiny bites On protein bars Just To not fill our stomachs Leading into this event Now we get an Uber. Now, I was told that there's roadblocks in Miami. Something was, told, something was happening where Miami Beach has so many people here that they started doing roadblocks to let people, you know, to like, I guess, break up the traffic is what I was told. But the answer was never really clear why there were these roadblocks. So we were told to leave early. We left 45 minutes early for a 15-minute drive because – In our minds, we didn't even think of the roadblocks. We're thinking, oh, we'll get there in 20 minutes. We'll have drinks at the bar if we're early. You know, now it's a part of the whole thing. We were thinking, what other bars can we go to? We get in the Uber, and we're in a van. The Uber driver's going. We're going, no problems. All of a sudden, roadblock. But the roadblock is three cars in front of us. So we're thinking, okay, three cars in front of us okay, fine, this just happened. This is one of the breaks in, you know, this is every five minutes, they'll just keep letting people through. Five minutes turns to 10 minutes. 10 minutes turns to 15 minutes. All of a sudden, we're starting to get worried about this reservation. Now I am dealing with the automated reservation text. And I start texting that thing back basically texting a ghost, a hope, a wish, and a prayer, being like, hey, we're still coming. Just letting you know, there's roadblocks. And It's like getting back to me like, are you still coming, Y or N? I'm like, hey, M- 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 Mr. Machine, I-, I swear, we're coming. There's there's roadblocks. We're gonna be there, no problem. Don't give away our table. There, And then an automatic message comes back, goes, we'll see you soon. Kitchen closes at 11. We have a ten fifteen reservation. So we're starting to get nervous. Here's where my complaint comes in. Uber, you saw, I, I, have you been in an Uber where you ask them to like, hey, I'm in a rush.
1: Never, I'm never in a rush.
0: You, you've never been in a rush. No, not once. Well, I have been in an Uber where I am in a rush, and I say to the guy, "Hey, I got work. Can you gotta whatever you can do, sir, or ma'am? Please, whatever you can do." The problem comes in when you're in a rush to go to Carbone. Nobody really feels bad for you. Nobody looks at you and goes, oh, my God. Oh, I'm going to risk my Uber license. I'm going to risk my rating. I'm going to – well, you can't even inch the guy ahead. He
1: is literally going slower because he wants you to miss this reservation at this point. I, I'm, I, All I got in the glove box are those power bars you've been eating all day. That's right. that's that's all we got. And so we're sitting there and I'm saying,
0: and, and nothing has, and again, we're not in the lounge. We can't complain freely like we can here. We're out of the lounge. We're in the Uber, and we're saying to the guy, come on, man, we got to start inching ahead. You got to start taking – we got to just start doing, you know, basic maneuvers. We got to start figuring out different ways to get to this restaurant. We have to be there by 1030, or they give it away 15 minutes after you're seated, and they're going to stop uh, – the kitchen closes at 11. We got to order all the all the pasta we can get in our bodies. And this guy was like, I'm sorry, nothing I can do. And then the rest – finally, the, the blockade comes up we go we start making moves and we reacted when when the blockade got let loose we reacted like um we were just freed you know we we saw the prison lights going farther and farther in the background we're like we did it we're going to make it and then we get to this other red light and he's like uh another red light we another part, part of traffic so then we're like hey man why don't you like go out of the lane and cut ahead so we can like and it's like that guy and it's like it's not like we're saying we're late for work if we were saying we're late for work he would i I think he would be more on our side we're literally sitting there going we have to get our martinis please please sir cut the line we need this and he couldn't have been less energized by our rush that's my luxury lounge complaint let's give it up we have a brand new guest of the j train podcast super excited hilarious comic Dina Hashem, thank you for coming on.
2: Yeah, thank you.
0: Don't you agree this is an issue that you can't really impart how important your thing to get to is to the Uber driver?
2: Yeah, there have been occasions where I thought maybe if I just offer, I've done that once before. I was like, I will give you an extra like $20 if you could just drive a little faster. Yes. Mostly met with apathy. They just would rather not risk getting a ticket because of your problem, which makes sense. It's perfectly fine.
0: It makes the most sense that they would ever, like, the idea, like, I'm actually more surprised when they do go faster. Sometimes, once in a while, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll get you there, as if they want to show you how, I, I, I don't know how much, the rating can't be worth as much as getting a ticket would be bad, Right.
2: I think so, I think that's true. Like I had a driver take a wrong turn when I was on the way to the airport for a flight. And so that was a situation where they were like, oh, I'm gonna get a bad rating and I feel bad and they actually like floored it. And I was scared but very happy at the same time.
0: Oh my God, I mean, I have had, I was taking a train And the person, I I was in an Uber once and I was uh, on my way to Penn Station. I I mapped it all out. I had the time all straight, ready to go. And then the guy went a different way. He goes, that's the way the map tells me to go. And I'm like, no, 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 you're going the wrong way. This is not right. I'm not here to like cut across town and you see the sights on the way to the train station.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, when they follow the machine as though it's like God, it's it's it makes you sad for society.
0: (laughs) We're all just taking Google Maps into a wall at a certain (laughs) point. Well, Dina, I'm pumped to have it here. Everyone needs to go follow you at Dina Hashem underscore on Instagram. It'll be all over my social media. What do you do? You have a luxury lounge complaint for us today?
2: Yeah, and it took a while to think of one that didn't involve, like, a very specific person or executive or network, you know, because, like, sure. technically all of my complaints are about, like, career stuff, and that's all a luxury complaint because, like, it's – compared to, like, 80% of the world, we're very lucky to be able to person
0: That's right. Look, at the, we have a complaint with the Netflix people. I, I, I would – I I agree with you. It's hard to complain about how tired you are from the performance job that you've chosen.
2: Yeah, and just like all the like like slights you feel, and like just all of the like indignities we receive every day Mm -hmm. doing this. But anyway, I'll give a real one.
0: (laughs) Well, but to that point, it is funny because then the response, the luxury lounge complaint about that is like a lot of people will go yeah i guess there'll be another thing or you know maybe they just didn't like it like there's always an excuse that lives in this subjective territory when we know that there's a lot of objectives that aren't being admitted to
2: yeah yeah it's hard to talk about with regular people i mean yeah like i get it
0: completely you always sound bitter
2: yeah, you sound bitter. And uh, I think people just don't like, no, like people who aren't in comedy, when you go on stage, they think you're being paid like $1,000. Like they don't even <laughs> know that you're getting like a drink and like maybe, if you're lucky, $50. <laughs> like if you're sure. lucky, like they think it's all like if you're on stage, it's like, wow, everything's going great for you. Or even if you're on TV for like a, a speaking line, they think you're a millionaire. It's like that's. Of course. So it's hard, and it sounds, like, shitty to complain about because
0: there's no, you know... You were in Law & Order SVU. You must have your mansion to go sleep in at night. That's, like, the...
2: Which is what I thought. Every time I saw someone on TV, I'm like, oh, they're a millionaire, you know?
0: Oh, totally. They're, they're doing okay. We don't have to worry about them. And then there's always the clickbait story where they're like, oh, look where so-and-so is. And you're like, oh, no, that could be... Like, I saw Oscar from... The Office. Are you a fan of The Office? Yeah, yeah. Oscar was in these commercials for State Farm, and I was like, I hope he got that gig as like the the gig that makes him a you know hundred millionaire versus <laughs> like doesn't have to. I hope he didn't audition for the for the uh, State Farm thing. I hope they were like, we gotta have Oscar. Like, I I need that to be the case where they were like, we we created this role in the State Farm commercial for Oscar, not Oscar waiting in line, reading lines, waiting for the call. Like, I need Oscar's life to be set from the office for that being such a big TV show.
2: I know. Have you ever gone to an audition and seen someone there who's like, oh, you shouldn't. I feel weird that I'm here and you're here at the same time. I
0: I haven't had that experience. Have you?
2: Sort of. I mean, it did. It wasn't that weird in that. Do you remember Rush Hour 1? I I don't know. uh,
0: the the best rush hour,
2: the best one, and I showed up, and the guy who played Jun Tao was there,
0: the main villain. Yeah, that's wild.
2: Not, not the white guy, the Asian guy. I forget if that's his name or if it was like a mislead,
0: but no, I I remember he was like, uh, he's the one that kidnapped the kid.
2: Yeah, yeah, he was there. Uh.
0: <laughs> and I mean, that movie made like. Half a billion dollars, I think. Like, I think if we, if we looked that up, you would say like you were a part of a, you were a huge part of a hundred million dollar operation. We would hope that you don't like are not like reading lines, but right.
2: But he definitely was, and he probably saw just the tiniest fraction of money from that movie. And like that's what people <laughs> don't get. They're like, oh, that guy was in Rush Hour One as a main actor. He's a millionaire forever. But no, he's in an audition room with me. So.
0: Trying try, try to get that role away from you. I, I mean, whatever role you guys are both going for is the craziest role in the world. So what is your luxury lounge complaint?
2: Okay, um, I guess it's just I have a real, uh, I, uh, I just moved into this apartment, right? And I have a roommate mm-hmm. and I'm driving him crazy because I don't want any shoes in here and I don't want anything that's touched the outside world to be in my room.
0: So you're a shoes off at the door person.
1: Yeah, but that's not even enough because
2: it's like okay. there's enough. You like take them off at the door, but still, that door space technically you're still stepping on it. So you step on that with your like slippers, and those are still coming in the house. It's a nightmare. <laughs> so it's like, but if the streets were just cleaner then I wouldn't have to be this way. And so my complaint, I guess, is just the filth of New York and New Jersey streets. And I I don't know if it's a luxury complaint, but I think it is because I know that the streets are dirty because everyone's psychology is fractured from like paying enormous amounts of rent and not having healthcare and everything like that. So they just don't give a shit. Sure. But
0: <laughs>
2: well I would say that
0: there's you know, it, it would be one thing if you saw the streets were being taken care of on a daily, regular basis. I think New York, New Jersey You'll see like one sweeper that comes through that they make the cars move out of the way, and it's just not enough. It's
2: just a sweep. No, they're just spreading it around. Yeah, you see the dust, and you're breathing it in when they do that. If you just walk through a cloud of street sweeper dust, you're like, what? What is this?
1: I have walked
0: next to the street sweeper and sometimes it's like in a movie. You know when the movie, like the worst part of that guy's day or that person's day is like the car, they're having a bad day already and then the car drives by in the rain and hits the puddle just right and splashes them with the puddle. That happens in New York City except with a street sweeper and it's just trash getting (laughs) sprayed at you as opposed to maybe a refreshing puddle.
2: Oh, I wear sunglasses at night because there's a, just an 80% chance you'll get hit with like garbage in the, and, and it goes through your eyes. Like You feel the dust in your eyeballs. It's horrible. And then
0: there's this thought of like, there is a thing with the city trash cans where when you go to throw something away, sometimes they're so... Full. The city trash cans mostly do not have liners. So it's just a mesh trash can with like all this garbage in it that's just loose and then if you come up to it with like a cup you almost feel bad for the way because you're like there's no way this gets to cleanliness this is only going to be on the ground so I'll like place a cup on the top of the trash can and I'm like I guess if I just walk away I don't have to think about this anymore but in reality
2: like it's there's no way it's going to a good spot. No, there's no way. And that's the same with recycling. Like, that's a scam. It's not going...
0: Total scam.
2: Not going anywhere good.
0: I, I The recycling thing bothers me like no other. I mean, to watch... Whenever they have that three-bucket thing where one of them says trash, other says refuse, and then you have to, like, you know, Google translate which one's which and look it up, and it's like... And then you see... I, I've seen them at Starbucks just take the whole bag and just throw the whole thing in one thing. So it's like... What are we doing? We're, we're doing this all to feel good. So I agree with you. The, tr- the, the, the cleanliness of the streets needs to get better. Shelby, are you ready? Let's do some emails. Are we all ready? Yep. Yeah.
1: Let's do it.
0: Okay. We got Dina Hashem, at Dina Hashem underscore on Instagram. Let's do some Luxury Lounge complaints. You can send yours in, dot com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Okay. We have so many good ones. Are you ready, Dina? I'm ready. Balcony compliance. Jay had to write in for a luxury issue. Our apartment complex is now requiring string lights be taken down. A protest has begun in my building. The second one that we are all leaving the lights up and taking the write up audit Friday. If your boy, if your boyfriend was anti lights, how would you address this issue? The balcony compliance has become a passion issue of mine and I'm leading the rebellion. So I guess they're making them take down the string lights how would you, what side of the aisle would you be on with, with this one? Are you on the protest side? Are you are you marching with the, with the string light people?
2: Uh, I have a strange affinity for lights, like Christmas lights. If I had it my way, they'd be up year round, maybe because I grew mm-hmm. up Muslim and wasn't allowed to enjoy things like that. And I, yeah. do, I love lights, so I would have to take her side on that.
0: I'm with you. Shelby, do you have an opinion on this? Yeah, it adds ambiance to the world. The, st- so. the, the string lighting is, and it's I, I guess they've always been around, but maybe they're just more accessible now because you see them everywhere. The idea that a building in 2021 could be anti-string lights. Are you anti-Instagram? Are you anti-fun pictures? Are you anti-beautiful uh, nights and, and hanging with the person you love? Like, I don't understand.
2: They didn't say why, right?
0: No, and, and they didn't say why. They're just requiring them be taken down. I would need a written explanation. That's my biggest problem. I need to know what brought, the, what got us here. Was there an explosion? Like, if there was an explosion, fine, let's talk about it. it do you need to check, you know, I, I this is something I would march for. I'm not a big protester, but I think this is something I would march for.
1: Maybe it's a co-op, one of those crazy places where there's like, you have to every things you wouldn't even think of you have to run by them
0: yeah i mean in that case with the co-op it's like you're dealing with your owners and a a co-op board that's just trying to assert their will and show their power
1: i had i'm in one and like to have like a dresser delivered you had to like get insurance from the people Mm -hmm. and i couldn't like get in touch with them so they just got there and I was like, Britain quick, quick, quick before they see you. Quick. Hurry up. Hurry up,
0: hurry up. <laughs> yeah, you're living under the strong arm of the of this you know, the of this like, you know, the, the this tribunal of of people just watching you at every turn. Are you in that kind of building, Dina?
2: I'm not, but I worked in New York real estate for a while, just for like a software thing, but I had to communicate with brokers and learn all types of things. And yeah, those interviews, those co-op interviews are so intense. And if you want to bring a pet, um, everyone has to approve of your pet. And so what people do at the interview is they like drug their dogs at the interview so that they're like very (laughs) quiet. It's a real thing. And so I believe that string lights might be an issue (laughs)
0: Yeah, if people are literally drugging their animals to get it through the co op, then yeah, string lights could be an issue. It, it just shows that they want to have. If you were dating someone that was like, yeah, they just got to take them down, would you be okay with that?
2: Um, it depends on the rent. Like, I am also very low maintenance with almost everything. All I care about is that shoes aren't in my room. So <laughs> the shoes is just number one. Everything else
0: is yeah. is is just gravy at that point.
2: It would be a bar mark because I do love the lights, actually, but
0: I could live with I it. Mean, string lighting is legitimately soothing on the eyes. It is a ma- it, it takes a balcony that's normal and makes it magical and also serves a purpose as far as lighting the balcony where a lot of these balconies don't have lighting.
1: Shelby? I have a compromise. Okay, You bring them inside and you turn what I call the big light mm-hmm. off. That and Don't okay. ever turn that on and invest in some LED bulbs and really bring your whole mood. So now you're living be. in a string lit, you know, affair. This is
0: this is your life now is all yeah. string lights. That is a compromise. I, I mean, and the beauty of that is that you are kind of annoying the people who are against the string lights because they see you still enjoying them. These people don't want you to enjoy them. So if they could see them through your window, they're going... Ah, they got us again. J Train Podcast at Gmail.com. J Train Podcast at Gmail.com. Send in your luxury complaint. Name it luxury complaint. Okay. This is here we go. We're back to recyclables. My valet trash is twenty five dollars a month, and they only accept clear trash bags for the recyclables. Now this is to to what? check on you to make sure you can see what's in there so that you can find people if they didn't put a recyclable in the recycling bag you're is that why they to, have the clear ones
1: supposed to mix certain things or this and that some things aren't don't go in there those Dita, are do technically you have any- the rules in new york city but it's like we can't if we really enforce this we wouldn't it's impossible there's so much
0: Listen, our police force has enough on their hands and and is trying to do whatever job they're trying to do. I, I don't think they're going to be checking in on the recycling bags. Dina, do you have any thoughts on this?
2: If recycling was real, then I would be behind it. But <laughs> I know, I just know that it depends on, like, the price of paper that day. And if it's not a good price, they throw it in the ocean. So, like, I don't... See- I think-
0: Sorry to interrupt. I, I agree. This is the most infuriating part to me is that we're all doing something as a show. It, this is a Broadway production, a lot of this recycling stuff.
2: Oh, yeah. almost. I mean, I, I'm at the point where I believe we are in the Matrix. Like, almost everything is theater. And so, I mean, this is a rabbit hole. We don't have time to go down. But, yeah, recycling is <laughs> part of that Matrix for sure.
0: Absolutely. I mean, the idea that, like, I have a friend who is so in his head about the new york city trash that he's buying rope and string and and bags and he's spending like parts of his day making sure that he does the right thing by this ghost emperor in the city like there's nobody that enforces this i even had i remember i i lived in an apartment once where i threw out all this garbage and i had this like um this uh i had this I had this uh, this French super that lived in the building, and I remember I would throw away garbage, and I called him Mr. Mumbles because I couldn't understand a word he said. And every time I came downstairs, because he was it was half French, half English, and I was like, I- okay, man, I- I- I'm i with you. I would bring garbage down, and I remember one time, he, like a few times I would bring garbage down, and he would go, uh, and I'm going, yeah, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, that's the garbage, put it in the garbage. So one time I, so then I started avoiding him. Every time I throw garbage away, I would kind of like run away. It would be like my secret thing. And I one time put all this garbage in the garbage cans. And then I went up the street, came back. And I watched him going through all the garbages, like, like taking things out of mine, being like, this isn't recyclable. And I was like, I had to like spend the rest of the day away from home. Like I was avoiding, you know, the, the police at that point.
2: Well, this is just landlord scam shit. They're, like, he would have fined you.
0: Exactly. What would he have done? Jtrainpodcast.com. Jtrainpodcast.com. What was that woman's
1: would... complaint even?
0: I guess that she has to buy see-through bags yeah, in addition to the $25 <laughs> she has to spend for uh, valet. Valet garbage, I guess, is a thing that New Yorkers just don't deal with.
2: I don't know what that is. What does that mean?
0: We've had it sent in before, and valet garbage service, trash butlers, the first thing that come, it provides the property a competitive advantage over other communities. I guess they come in and take it from your door. So we'll get 1,000 emails now. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Rothy's. In 2021, no one has time for uncomfortable shoes anymore. That's where Rothy's comes in. They surveyed thousands of customers, and the number one word used to describe their shoes was comfy. Rothy's seamless design makes them comfy from the moment you slip them on for the first time, no break-in period. They are sustainably made from plastic water bottles and fully machine washable. You can always find the right pair for you. Rothy's comes in in tons of shapes. style, and colors from sneaks to slip-ons and they just launched men's shoes you don't understand how excited I was I saw Rothy's has launched men's shoes I don't have them yet but let me just tell you I was pumped because I went to the website they are a good looking shoe they have a driver's shoe and then they have a sneaker when I get them and we do another read for them I'll tell you how they feel but I'm going to tell you right now they're like clean and nice and and I want to I can already envision myself wearing them, you know, out for a night and I could also wear them around town during the day. And so I'm 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 pumped to be in on the Rothys game myself because I've been promoting them for a long time on this podcast and they're all my mom talks about. My mom is always talking about how much she loves them, how comfortable they are, and they're in the news. Who, what, where says celebs are far from immune from the draw of Rothy's wildly popular shoes. And who better to tell you than their actual customers? Rothy's best-selling shoe, the Point in Black, has over 5,000 near-perfect reviews. That doesn't happen online. Okay, online everyone wants to really critique and to have 5,000 near-perfect reviews, that tells you something. Upgrade your closet with all the washable, sustainable, stylish shoes and bags from Rothy's. Plus, don't forget their recently launched men's line. Yep, I'm in. I got them. They're on their way. I'm pumped to put them on. Check them out for, your, uh, for yourself or the guy in your life. Head to rothys.com slash JTrain to find your favorites today. That's rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S, rothys.com slash JTrain. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. If you've ever had to look for a job, you know that it's no picnic. You start stress eating. Your eyes burn from staring at job listings. It takes the patience of a saint to fill out every application. When it comes to hearing back about jobs, it's nothing but crickets. And you feel like a lone wolf lost in the shuffle. I, it's hard. It's hard to to look. You get down on yourself. You, you, you're, you spread yourself out. You don't know where to go. And I think ZipRecruiter is an amazing tool because ZipRecruiter knows that the general experience of looking for a job is pretty sucky. That's why they figured out a way to make it unsucky. When you sign up for, er, on ZipRecruiter.com, you can create a free profile. Then you get matched to great jobs, plus a lot more. ZipRecruiter will proactively pitch your profile to employers whose jobs match your experience. Here's the, that's let's let ZipRecruiter work for you. Like this is one of those opportunities where you do one thing and then ZipRecruiter's out there working, working working the networking, you know? Unlike other job sites, if an actual person from the company really likes what they see, they can personally invite you to apply for their job. How about that? Hey, you look great. Come on over. Candidates who are invited to apply on ZipRecruiter are nearly three times as likely to get hired. This is according to 10,000 logged in ZipRecruiter users who reported being hired through ZipRecruiter during September and October 2020. That's, I mean, those two months were tough months, and people were getting 10000 plus. Plus, if you like the job, you can apply to it and many others with just one click. It's that easy. No wonder ZipRecruiter is the number one rated job site in the U.S. So sign up for free on ZipRecruiter.com today and experience the better way to find a job. Once again, go to ZipRecruiter.com right now to sign up absolutely free and put ZipRecruiter to work for you. Complaints. I just turned my beautiful Lexus in. The lease was up. I gave up my leather double sunlit moonroof and Jay inherited and, and inherited my husband leases SUV with fabric seats. Basic. The kicker is he bought a new Corvette and now I feel like the Cinderella after midnight. My ride turned into a pumpkin and the worst part is now my hands are cold on the steering wheel at night. Gone is my heated steering wheel. Cheap guests cheap cars. Don't hold near you. Uh, even though it's like 60 in New York I'll have to get a tacky furry steering wheel cover or buy myself some driving gloves so I guess the com- I don't understand how, th- how it works in this person's home this might be a dating issue or relationship issue rather than a so they turn in their lease on their, on their Lexus they get their husband's SUV and now the husband has bought a new Corvette how did that happen?
2: I am so good, I don't even know. I tuned out when I heard Lexus. Like, I can I say that I hate all these people? I know like the point <laughs> of the show is that it's a luxury complaint, but I can't this even test. I mean, like look at my, where I live and I'm listening to people about Alexis. I just, I don't know. What is the Dina,
0: complaint? The complaint, Dina, the, you're in the lounge. We're not allowed to judge anyone for their complaints.
2: <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realize.
0: This, this is a safe space. You're in the lounge. This person, listen, They did call it a beautiful Lexus. I just don't understand how you turn in your Lexus and now you're just given your husband's car and he gets to go buy a new one. How did that get worked out? It feels like you're living in a home where you've signed up for a bad deal. So, yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, go
2: ahead. So I'm just trying to straighten it out. She's upset that he got a better car?
0: She's upset that because she turned in her, because her Lexus's lease was up. She now has her husband's SUV with fabric seats, and he has a new Corvette. And now she might have to buy a, a furry steering wheel cover so that she can not, you know, her hands don't get too cold on the s- steering wheel that doesn't heat
1: anymore.
2: Can I put my Patreon as well? I think that might be a good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, the cor- the word Corvette stood out to me. That's like yes. isn't that like an old guy car? Isn't that like a midlife crisis? Type car.
0: Yeah, this kind of feels like he's like out there. Like he's like out there, like living a new life, and you're yeah, sitting there in the SUV. Than the car. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the, the issue isn't the car. It's the relationship seems in trouble. I just don't understand how you go, yeah, okay, so you're going to turn in the Lexus now, right? And she's like, yeah, I got to turn it in. It's this week. Okay, so you're not trading it in for anything, right? I'm going to get the Corvette. What? <laughs> like, wouldn't that be. Uh, Wouldn't there be a question to be had there? Now I get it. Let's do this one. Okay. Hey, Jared, thanks for everything you do. My luxury lounge complaint is about how quickly Lyft and Uber drivers peel out once I heft myself and my toddler and his car seat into the car. Give me a minute to buckle this shit in. I promise I'll do it quickly. Drivers need not hit the gas while me and my guy have just closed the door and are standing in the wheel well. I don't want my toddler to fly through the air at the red light that is 20 feet away. Thanks. So this person is taking their toddler into Ubers and Lyfts and they're just peeling right out. What say you, Dina Hashem?
2: I support that. I mean, I think You know, he's trying to make money, which means doing rides as quickly as possible. So he doesn't Mm. have time to care about your toddler. Like that's not his problem.
0: That isn't his problem. And I, I would say in this scenario, what she needs to do is you leave the door open until you've buckled in the kid. Like I would just, you have to do the passive aggressive. You have to figure out a way to make him care about your kid as much as you do. His kid is the car. That is what gets him money. So I would just leave the door open until it's all buckled up, and then slam slamming it shut is go.
2: Yeah, that makes sense actually. But they will. That get would be it if you slam the door. I've gotten like my rating dropped because I slammed the door. I just didn't even know I slam it. You didn't know that's frowned upon. Really? Yeah. Well, I I mean that's
0: the that's the problem with these Ubers is you are de- you're not dealing with you know McDonald's where everything's corporatized and everything's the same. The same McDonald's exists in, you know, Des Moines as it exists in New York as it exists you're going to get the same Whopper. The problem the Whopper here is a car ride. You're not really getting the same Whopper from every Uber driver. So you especially when you get in with kids, I I'm, I'm sure this has got to be a giant pain. I to me the luxury lounge is having to take an Uber with a kid and a car seat. Like that is something that i would just not i i would be like hey i i listen kid you're gonna have to learn how to like fend for yourself i i I, <laughs> I don't think i like to strap it in every single it's hard enough for me to sometimes i even sit in the uber like to get down and like put on the like when the uber driver tells you put on the seatbelt you're going oh okay fine oh yeah like no. this is a, a
2: lot of work yeah it's not your world you have to play by their rules
0: leave that door open jtrainpodcast at gmail.com Podcast at gmail.com okay let's do this one okay luxury lounge I can't believe I'm complaining about this hello and happy almost Friday complaint queen coming in from the Toronto area Before I go into my complaint, I have to provide some background information. Where I live, we are still in lockdown due to high COVID numbers. My complaint for the luxury lounge is about grocery delivery slash grocery pickup services. Last year, my favorite grocery store had a $0 fee for grocery pickup due to COVID-19. Well, COVID is now worse in my area, and now there is a $5 pickup fee. The service is now more expensive and is way shittier. The only, uh, they only have one employee bringing go- groceries to the car, so you, you're stuck waiting forever to receive your groceries. Today, I waited 30-plus minutes for my groceries. I appreciate the, the service, but if you're charging, you should have more than one employee working. The employee is also always dripping in sweat and throwing your uh, items into your vehicle due to being overworked I just had four out of twelve eggs break broken in my order I hope I'm not the only person who feels this way thank you for doing the Lord's work Dina Hashem what
2: do you think I mean you have to take the worker side right throwing a cart of eggs into your car is the funniest thing right just tossing it at you
0: <laughs> this is why I don't do delivery grocery I think delivery grocery is like there is nothing worse Here's the one delivery grocery thing that says it all to me. When I get turkey at the grocery store, they slice it nice. And I can say to them, they'll show you the slice. And then you go, hey, yeah, I uh, actually a little bit thicker, a little bit thinner. And I always say, hey, I like a thick. Uh, I go just thick. I, I'm always going a little thicker than usual. And I always tell the person with the turkey, I want to be able to pick it up that's how that's how thick i want the turkey i want to be able to pick it up so i can pick up one consistent slice and usually when i say it that way it works out when you have the delivery person when you have the person doing your order for you they can that is not getting to that butcher that's not getting to the turkey slicer if you even wrote that in they would be like what i want one slice what are you talking about and then what happens is They literally Anytime you get sliced turkey From these delivery grocery stores It's rolled up in a ball And just shoved in the bag And it's like Yeah because they're not eating it They're not the ones Picking it up to put on the sandwich So The whole process Whether you're paying Five dollars or zero dollars They're not really Caring about making They just Their job is Groceries To you Done No 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 backsies No givesies
1: Yeah <laughs> Wait. She had she had half an hour to wait. So it's not like you're, like you have time to get your own. No, like
0: yeah, I I would assume that I guess there's this whole thing where you like you're waiting in the car to like avoid COVID. I guess that's the the goal. Is that we have one person that's on the front line and in their hazmat suit getting you the rice krispie treats and then comes out and throws your eggs at you and now you're 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 safe i guess but
2: on the front lines we have no we have to take the worker's side on this one
0: right i i can't do it i i have to say that this person is right (laughs) um i agree with them i i agree that this here's the problem you offer the service don't we're all stuck in the service because of what's going on right now you can't complain about the service so if you're going to have the service you have to do it right you can't just have one person sitting there you know it's not the worker's fault it's really the company's fault because they're getting off the hook because in this covid reality they don't feel the need to have to hire more people or don't and they can always use the excuse of well it's covid you know sales are down when in reality grocery sales
2: are probably way up it's true. And if they hike the price and the service is just as shitty, I don't like that. It's like when the MTA hikes the rate and there's the trains still suck. It's like where's the money going?
0: Where's it going? Where's it going? It's not cleaning it. It's not making it faster. It's not making it better. We need to see and then they go, Well, we have a you know, we we're in debt and you go, Well, that's why is your problem now our problem? I agree. The J Train podcast is brought to you by Roman. It is so easy to ignore your problems. It, any ED, I mean erectile dysfunction, like we what an easy thing to ignore. You're, "Oh, it was the drinks. Oh, I'm tired. Oh, it, it's just one of those nights. This never happens. But it won't, you know, this never happens, but it won't the next time." It's just a easy thing to overlook. And also, who do you go to? Hey, you don't go to your buddies and say, "Hey, I need an ED doctor." Who do you go to for, for your ED? You don't say that. That's not a topic to bring up. And then when you do Google, you Google, and then you go, how do I even trust this doctor? Who do I even – I'm, I'm on Google? It's easy to take care of ED with Roman getroman.com slash jtrain with Roman you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your home home a US licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan if medication is appropriate Roman will ship it to you with free two day shipping the whole process is straightforward simple and discreet getting started is simple just go to getroman.com jtrain and complete an online visit erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle but now there's Roman complete an online visit today to connect with a Healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to getroman.com slash J train now. You'll get $15 off your first month. It's time to take care of your ED. Get started today and you'll save $15 on your first order. That's getroman.com slash J train. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Okay, this one will really piss off Dina. Okay, ready? Luxury lounge, the W hotel. Jared, how are you? Love your podcast. I'm a loyal J-Train you up listener. Also, love your luxury lounge episodes. I'm currently on my first vacation since COVID started, and I'm staying at the W Hotel in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, I'm right nearby. Okay. I know it's no Miami, but we came for the pool. Anyways, their tagline is whatever, whenever, and I have found that to be the opposite of the truth. In fact, I have never been told no more at a hotel in my life. <laughs> I'm attaching a list of things that this hotel has said no to oh my god there's an attachment has said no to in the span of 48 hours that I feel like would be very easy to get at any other hotel out of the list I think my number one complaint would be that there aren't enough elevators if I'm staying at the W I do not want to wait a long time to use a freaking elevator and have to have it be so packed by the time it comes that I have to wait for another one shame shame if they didn't have this tagline I wouldn't be so pissed off but now I can't think of anything but this so W Hotels, I think, has that phone where you can pick it up and it says whatever, whenever, and you can literally hit a button and the idea is that, like, you can get whatever you need. So the, let's read this person's list, and it's a long list. Uh, whatever, whenever is a bad model for the W. Here's why. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Tell me if you agree. Should these be available at every hotel? Okay. okay. No room service mimosas past 11 a.m. or room service breakfast at all for that matter. Okay, you should be able to get a mimosa after 11 a.m. I'm okay with no breakfast after 11 a.m., but you're saying whenever, where, whatever, whenever. To me, food is number one at that list, so whatever, whenever should be whatever, whenever on the menu. And if I'm the W, then maybe it's paring down your menu to be only a list of 10 things that they would do at all hours of the day. What say you, Dina Hashem? 100%
2: agree. A lot yeah. of people like breakfast at night. That's like a popular yes. thing.
0: And if it, to go with the motto, it should be, you know, breakfast at night should be at a minimum. Like if, if McDonald's can go past 10.30 now, so can the W. Uh, Shelby, you have any
1: thoughts? I mean, immediately, like, that, that shouldn't even be included. Like, if, the, whenever whatever like yeah that should be something like oh if you're not that's not even close to like like before they're your most basic basic thought and they're already pumping the brakes on you
0: yeah eggs should be a minimum on on the whatever whatever list can i get a
1: muffin whoa easy
0: (laughs) we said whatever whatever whenever not uh you own the hotel now is this mr w okay Um, So let's do another. No iced coffee available at the pool restaurant. Insane. Insane. If you can't get an iced coffee at a pool, why even have a pool? That is a fun – because what an iced coffee does at a pool is it holds you off from getting too drunk too early. It keeps you sipping until you get to cocktail time. For them to go, oh, no, we don't have iced coffee at the pool. We do have coffee and ice. And we can mix it. It's like get out of here. What am I? Whatever, whenever. What? What's the W doing? Dina, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I wonder if they just don't have iced coffee as a rule, or is like a pool is like is like a pool specific no iced coffee. I, I'm just, I guess, I'm confused. It's
0: like it's a the, weird thing to not have at a pool. You should have iced
1: everything at a pool. Yeah. Like the bodega around the street where everything's already just cramped, much space. You can get an iced coffee. It's All nice. they
0: have to do is make a coffee, put it in a jug, throw it in the fridge. Done. Now we have iced coffee at the pool. Like maybe they don't have coffee in general, that that might be the case. That could be the case, but we can't take a walk to the kitchen and grab it's whatever whenever. Get an espresso. Okay, another one. Photo booth at Elvez is out of order. That is an atrocity. You're on vacation. Photo booths are important. That should be Behind toilets fixed, then the photo booth fixed. Dina Hisham, what say you?
2: I can't stand photo booths. I'm going to go with the. I'm going to go at the hotel on this one.
0: You, what? What don't you like about a photo booth?
2: I just don't. I don't like why we have cameras on our phones now. Why do we? Why? What is this?
0: The only reason is not having to ask someone else to take the picture. Like the idea that we have this machine that can do the job. That. We don't have to trust with some Midwestern lady who's going, I don't got one of these phones. And now at least the machine does its job.
2: But The machine doesn't even do anything fun, right? I remember going to like the Sanrio store when I was a teenager at the mall and those had a purpose because they would add like cute little like anime like designs to your photo and mm-hmm. that's cool. But the photo booths now they don't do that,
0: right? That's a fair point. You can't get a chair at the pool if you don't show up at 8 a.m. See, this is a problem that has for every hotel. Like, people will people show up at 6 a.m., they'll throw a towel on a chair, and then, the, you know, they'll be back at 2 p.m. for their chair. That's kind of what people do. The hotel needs to have a... needs to have a a actual, like, rule for this. They need to... I The hotel, I think every hotel with a pool... Should have a armed security officer patrolling the chairs. Like I think should be patrolling the chairs and making sure that towels with a stopwatch, the towels are being taken off of the chairs. Shelby, any thoughts?
1: Yeah, I mean, the she mentioned the pool at the beginning of the email, so mm, that's like that's the why they're reason there. They went. Yeah,
0: I mean, but also here's where I'll let the hotel off the hook. Whatever, whenever. I, I don't know if I'm including a chair to be in the whatever, whenever category. Eggs seems more appropriate than, hey, I need a chair. And then they go, well, uh, well, sorry, they're all gone. We've already given them all away. Wanted to leisurely enjoy Bloody Mary's at brunch and was told the kitchen closes at 11. This 11 o'clock kitchen
1: it's is an issue.
0: Yeah, I agree. When asked if we could add smoked salmon to the avocado toast, was told, "I'll check and see if that's possible." That doesn't live in the whatever whenever lifestyle.
2: I would have a big problem with that. Smoked salmon on avocado toast is the only thing I have for breakfast. Yes, day. I don't. That's a big problem for me.
0: That's it. it is a delicious. I, I, but they, again, we're we're talking about a motto that they have. They have invented. They were like, we are whatever, whenever. And then you say a very simple, a normal order. Hey, I want some salmon on the avocado toast. And they go, ah, well. we'll t-. And also, it's not like they're at a fancy restaurant. They're at a hotel restaurant that's nice, but it's not like the chefs in the back going, oh, do not ruin my creation. Like that guy doesn't exist there. Do you think these are
2: COVID rules the reason all these things are happening?
0: That's the excuse. I mean, but the idea that COVID is somehow affected by the locks being on your avocado toast is crazy. I thought they would
1: just have the the waffle maker pour (laughs) in the batter and by now they're going to be like one cup per person of batter. Exactly. Like, I mean, at this point, that would be better than what they're giving out here.
0: Like I'd rather have the holiday in, okay, we keep that you know that hot iron out all day to burn your skin. no pizza in the room on the room service menu okay well, here's i'm I'm against that one on that because whatever whenever to me is whatever whenever on the menu if it's not on the menu, we can't force them to have pizza on the menu so that's to me that's You've taken the complaint too far. Look, point, we've right? already
1: we've already been over that they don't have iced coffee. I mean, the pizza at that point, you shouldn't be yeah. surprised.
0: <laughs> you don't have a margarita? You know like it's not definitely coming. Housekeeping refused to open our door when our key was not working. Ah, okay. We're swimming in We're we're way out to sea on that one because I can't blame the housekeeper. For
1: just not trusting you, you know, yeah, like that that's, that's scam one.
0: Yeah, oh, I lost my key. Would you want them just letting anyone open their door to your apartment, to your hotel room? Yeah, I, I don't think you cannot get an umbrella at the pool. I, I mean, if you couldn't get a chair at eight a.m., what do you, umbrella, you think you're getting getting an umbrella? That's not happening. You cannot order wine to your room before five p.m. That's a, that's horrible. You should be able. They that that is. It's five o'clock somewhere, is the saying. Whatever, whenever. If you purchase a movie, you can only watch it in full one time. I think that's standard across the hotel board.
1: I think that's one of those—you get one shot at it, and then it's over. Yeah. yeah we it's didn't. Fun. We didn't design. We didn't. I didn't. I'm, I didn't develop the coding for this system no. here. <laughs> let's do okay, Dina. We got.
0: Well, let's do one more. Are you ready? And then we'll go to the news yeah go follow dina at dina hashem uh on instagram uh, at dina hashem underscore go follow go follow go follow let's do one more okay let's do okay i got one right in front of me Today I have a laundry lunch topic to vent about. I was dating a guy a few years ago who was remodeling his bathroom and when the time came to choose a toilet we could not agree on a style. He adamantly wanted the water-saving model where you have to press one button to flush with less water and another button to flush more water. I hated this, and I just wanted a normal toilet with one button or lever to flush. Imagine having guests over and essentially asking them to declare what they did in there by choosing the button that corresponds to the amount of cleanup it will ta- clean up it will take to dispose of it. I can appreciate the concept and why we need to conserve water, but I prefer to do my part in other ways. Love all the podcasts. I'm a rel- relatively new listener, but I'm hooked and have learned so much. Thanks for all you do. So what do we think? Uh...
2: uh- Her complaint doesn't make sense. The button doesn't involve like pushing it and then going out and being like, hey, I pushed the big button, by the way.
0: It doesn't make sense. Um, I do understand not wanting the toilet. I can understand going, hey, it's a weaker flush. I like a strong flush. I don't want to have to choose, but I guess making other people, you know, they don't have to. Yeah, I guess if you use the, the one flush, they have these all over Europe. In Europe, this is like a standard flusher where you have the little button and the big button and if you push them both at the same time, it's a bigger flush versus a small flush. It it makes sense because a pee flush doesn't have to be the same as a poop flush.
2: Uh, I agree. I've only recently started seeing these and intuitively I understood it without ever having... I didn't like... No one explained it to me. I just kind of like... weird, sure. And I think... I, I just don't see. I think it's a good. I mean, probably water waste is another like recycling scam. It's probably like not real. Sure. Well, but the idea I mean, is- here's
0: the thing, and here's the bigger issue with these toilets they never seem to like be. It's never labeled very clearly. Like you said you've seen them recently, you didn't, you kind of knew, but you didn't know. It should clearly say, and I don't know how they do this while make keeping the toilet looking nice, but it could, should clearly say, pee, poop. Like there should be the poop emoji or the little water sprinklet emoji, because what happens is you just end up pressing both anyways. Like you just go, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't care. you know, you don't even think about it. It should say on there how you can help. And rarely does it say
2: it. Well, sometimes you have a little poop too. Sometimes you can use the little one.
0: That's true. But I'm, I'm a man. So I want to make sure I do a manly flush for my manly poop. So I don't want to, you know, I don't want to make it, you know, I I can't check my ego when it comes to those things. I got to make sure I use the big flush, but I, I agree. It is, it just doesn't seem like they're labeled enough. Shelby,
1: have you seen these toilets? I have not. Never seen them. The, like this type of fancy toilet? I have not, no. It's really not fancy
0: because I, I do understand the conservation, but it's not what they're doing is they're trying to get you to do lesser flush. It just never speaks to me. And I, I do agree. They don't have to declare what they did in there. I don't understand. If it goes down, it goes down. No one's to know. Yeah. J train at gmail.com. J at gmail.com. Shelby, let's do some luxury lounge news. Hit the music.
1: Well, you know, Gabrielle Union, actress.
0: I do. Are you familiar, Dina?
2: I don't know what she's in, but I think she was on like Epstein's blacklist.
1: I don't know. She probably I know was. Uh, she was also in the film Get, uh, Bring It On. Back Bring it on. That's right.
0: Okay. How And she's dating uh, Dwayne Wade, or they might be married.
1: I think they've been married for some years. Um, but she has a daughter, two-year-old, and she shared a TikTok of her kid uh, unboxing her first Valentino purse. Okay. Now, <laughs> guess how much the Valentino purse costs. How much do you think, Dina?
2: Valentino. I don't know. I'm gonna go 150k.
1: The, she that no, she'd be dead at this point, I believe. <laughs> judging by the outrage from uh, its actual cost, it was all, already three thousand seven hundred ninety dollars. So she got a toddler a thirty-seven
0: hundred dollar purse. Hmm. Now. And now is she getting shit for this? Is this... What's going on? Are people upset?
1: They're very mad that, like, a two-year-old has uh, a, two-year-old. a purse <laughs> that much. And she, they're like, you could have gotten her any purse. She would have, like, reacted the same way. Like, she doesn't know what that is. So uh, she they do have matching ones, which she thought would smooth things over, but it didn't really... Uh, <laughs> here's here's the part
0: the luxury like what could Gabrielle Union complain about? The problem is she can't complain about my friends are mad that I got my t- two-year-old a $3700 purse because then she would sound like like we would be like most people would go yeah you shouldn't get a t- two-year-old a $3700 purse that's r- ridiculous. What gets her out of it Is that when social media comes after you, you do get to like complain about that. Like, you, like, it kind of lets you in the complaining world where you get to go, I'm just like you. I
1: have, I have trolls as well. I have haters as well. But she should people, she should know better sort of because not this past January, but 2020, Mm -hmm. she let her Uber driver like use her restroom after her. And uh, well, I say restroom, probably one of 10 in like their okay. mansion. And yeah. he like was in there for 10 to 15 minutes and she tweeted this and everyone was like, oh, so, oh, he, he had the gall to take a shit probably. <laughs> oh, she <shouldn't. laughs> so
0: she should know that, you know, the, the, how social media works, that people are going to come after you. Exactly. I mean, yeah, but that's it's like who could she complain to? can you believe all these people are mad at me for giving my daughter a gift? Like, I try to think of how she would say it. She wouldn't say, can you believe all these people are mad at me for getting my daughter a $3,700 purse? That's not how she would explain it. Yeah. She
2: would have to come on the luxury lounge,
0: right? That's a luxury. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm just trying to figure out how she would play it. Like, how does she go about telling people, oh, my God, the, the Internet's crazy? And it's like, they got mad at me for getting my daughter a gift. And that's how these things normally go, is that you have a story and people kind of take the life out of it to make it so that they're right.
2: There's no way to win. But I also just want to clear her name. She was not on Epstein's blacklist. I looked it up. I just want to make put that on the record. Her toddler is <laughs> safe just for anyone who's concerned. Thank goodness.
1: Um, Let's go to the next story. You know the rapper Akon? He had. quite uh, familiar on with every, the name. He was on about every song about 15 years ago. Okay. He had a moment. Well, he's very uh, wealthy and took his uh, his SUV, his very fa- fancy SUV, while gassing up at a Quick Trip gas station in Atlanta. And he was uh, the, the The vehicle was stolen
0: So his vehicle got stolen While he was gassing his car Yes Could, okay So Dina Hashem Do you think he could complain about this in good company? What type of car was it?
1: It's a Range Rover
0: So his Range Rover was stolen While he was getting gas Could he complain to people about this?
2: Like publicly, I think it would be a bad move to complain publicly, even though I would understand that he was personally upset. I think he has the right to be upset, but to publicly complain would not be okay.
0: I think it's okay because he was pumping his own gas. It wasn't like his driver was pumping the gas and he went in to go get some food or something. Like he is... A stolen car is a stolen car. It's a pain in the ass. It doesn't matter what car it
1: is. There's a twist, though. Okay. That may uh, be... will not allow him to complain even more. Okay. He was previously boasted about spending four years in jail in the early, like, 90s or something for Mm. being in a carjacking ring.
0: Oh, so the the crime came back to get him in the end
1: correct yeah
0: see that's a problem you can't it's a live by the sword die by the sword type of thing like people i would assume he is someone to that people would want like a high level carjacking to do because he's been in the game so you got the guy who used to be in the game you know what i mean double points
2: yeah, Double he's points. pulling the ladder up, pulling the ladder up on carjacking. It's not fair.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's
0: do one more.
1: So we've all seen like these big uh like viral things where somebody like they're just doing like a normal tweet, you know, people tweet about their lives, some people do. More details, some less, but it, you never it sometimes it just who knows who retweets it and it catches fire and like everybody's kinda of talking about it. Mm. Well, uh, one uh, Rebecca Renner, the uh, Florida author, she tweeted that, you know, guys, I'm gonna, I'm, I, I'm in love, and I'm gonna get on a plane right now and fly across the country, and tell this guy that I love him. We've only been on like a few dates, but you know, I'm just with COVID and everything. I just got to do it, and like throw caution to the wind and everyone was like you know nobody it didn't go spread like wildfire Mm. at first but what happened next she uh tweeted so hold on so
0: she's like we've been on a few dates i think i gotta just throw caution the wind i'm flying across the country to go see the love of my life that's the story
1: correct she tweeted last night a personal tragedy reminded me that life is uncertain and too goddamn short so i Mm. booked a plane ticket and i'm about to fly across the country to tell the love of my life how i feel so she tweets that it goes viral because i'm sure everyone's like
0: you go girl get yours love wins find your happiness right so she goes and what happens
1: she even uh, took a picture on like the flight Saying, hey, one more flight to go, like from the mm-hmm. sky. Oh, like you, the picture of the clouds. Everybody's getting all excited. She then uh, next tweet a selfie in a mirror said, Well, this is me in my shitty hotel room after getting rejected. I don't know whether to be sad or angry, but I'll live to love another day. Hopefully, that love will be for someone who values it. Sorry to disappoint you, Twitter.
0: Oy, that's a sad story what I will say is it's it's quite a luxury to be able to just jump a flight cross country and confess your love to some random dude here's the other thing that guy's just at home and he has to make a decision to be with you or not and he has no idea you're coming like uh, like, and she's like I guess I get turned down again like she
1: had to know that that could have been a result of this adventure right Holy. Here, here, it it is kind of a guy move, but the thing is, she's an she's an author with a book coming out. So I think Mm. she's seen other like Twitter threads get like option for movies by somebody, and just thought (laughs) like this could so maybe I'll maybe he'll say yes, and it'll be a whole (laughs) thing. But now, like not only that was it was no, and then also like. she just, she, I think she was, like, doing this to get, like, another book out of it. Which is like. So you thought this
0: was, like, a marketing opportunity. Right. I mean, that is another luxury in itself, that you could literally have the money and the time to be like, okay, how do I drum up the next book? Okay, right. we're getting on a cross-country flight. I'm going to tweet about this. I'm going to respond to every single person that's like, love wins, get your man. And then you're going to just, you know, and then you blame it on him in the end. Which is like to me, like that's the biggest luxury of them all is that it's his fault. He doesn't believe. I guess I got turned down. Dina, what do you think?
2: Wait, you can get a book deal off of doing that? Because I've done this twice in my life and I haven't gotten. I've jumped on a plane for somebody. across. You
1: have? The- you got to tweet about it.
2: I should tweet about it. That's my mistake.
0: You got yeah. to tweet that your life is taking a whole new direction and people can follow it in real time. That's really the, the game here. Damn it. Where did you go?
2: I went to Norway. Really?
1: Yeah, no, that was
2: my ex-boyfriend. We stayed together for like two and a half years, so it like technically worked. So you show
0: up in Norway and he's like, what and are you doing to- here?
2: No, no, no he, no, he knew I was coming. I guess, that's okay. I guess that's the difference. They knew I was coming. A little bit. Okay.
0: And so you showed up and he was like, well, let's be together. And did you move to Norway?
2: No, we just took turns visiting each other, and it was great until it was not great, but it's still... Like
0: most relationships. <laughs> but, it, but it did work.
2: Yeah, it worked for a minute. Um, well, She doesn't sound like she's complaining, right? She was just announcing.
0: Well, the end of it is a little complain-y. I would say... When you say, I guess, I got tur- I got rejected. Like, rejected is a very strong word for what happened. Like, if someone knocked on my door and was like, so, you and me, forever, I go, well, I'm going to think about this. Uh, where did you come from? Do you have a place to stay tonight? Yeah. Like, uh, how deep am I in this? Like, there would be questions.
2: Yeah.
0: Shelby, thank you for bringing on the news. Another luxury lounge favorite. At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow Dina Hashem. Thank you for coming on. This is so fantastic. Thank you so much. Everyone go follow Dina at Dina Hashem underscore. We're here in the Luxury Lounge every Thursday. Send in your luxury complaints. JTrainPodcast at Jima.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. We'll be back next week. Boom.